Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm gonna be going through my start sits at the wide receiver position. So breaking down every single week 12 matchup and listing every fantasy relevant wide receiver as either a start or a sit. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then if you have any fantasy questions, you can ask it down below in the comment section and I'll be responding to every single person. But let's get started with the first Thursday night football game where we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Lions. And for this Bears team, it looks like Justin Fields is not going to be able to play. So that means Andy Dalton is going to be getting the start. And we saw Allen Robinson actually miss week 11's game on Sunday. So with a short turnaround, I really wouldn't expect him to play in this game because it kind of seemed like he wasn't trending in the right direction you know, early on in the week. So if Allen Robinson does not play, I think Darnell Mooney would be a decent start in lineups. The Bears are just really lacking weapons, and Mooney has been a really solid asset for them this season. It's just with both Mooney and Allen Robinson in a subpar passing attack, it's hard to trust either of them. But if Allen Robinson is out once again, I think Mooney could be a solid play. We saw Marquise Goodwin have a really nice performance on Sunday. That's just not something I'm counting on, you know, on a week-to-week basis. For the Lions, I think you really just have to fade every single wide receiver. So Amon Ross St. Brown and Khalif Raymond are both going to be sits. And then in the middle game, we have the Raiders taking on the Cowboys. For the Raiders, you know, Hunter Renfro, he doesn't have a huge ceiling. I still think he's a fairly safe option. So he is going to be a start. For the Cowboys, this wide receiver room is definitely beat up. We've got Amari Cooper, who currently has COVID and he is unvaccinated. So you have to wait, I think it's like 10 days before you can come back. And so he will not be able to play on Thursday. C.D. Lamb is in concussion protocol. And I think there's a small chance he's able to clear it by Thursday. But I think, you know, more than likely he's going to miss this game. And so that kind of steps Michael Gallup right into a startable role. And I think, you know, a lot of times you have to be careful with just like bumping up receivers into starts, right? Because if some teams, you know, are missing their top two guys and you've just got some like, okay, wide receiver three option, targets are earned, not given. So there's no guarantee that that player is going to step in and, you know, have a really nice performance. But the thing that's kind of different here is that I do believe that Michael Gallup is a very talented player and he could be a wide receiver two on multiple teams. So I still think he's a very solid start. Cedric Wilson is a guy who maybe if you're playing in a larger league or are very desperate, could be a guy you take a flyer on. He's had some big plays this year and will likely be operating as the wide receiver too. So someone to keep an eye on, but I do have him here listed as a sit. And then for the final Thursday night game, we've got the Bills taking on the Saints. And for the Bills, Stephon Diggs is the guy you're starting. Didn't have a huge performance in terms of volume on Sunday, but he did get into the end zone twice. Nice to see him getting some touchdowns and not having to rely solely on volume. But kind of the storyline here with these Bills wide receivers is that Stephon Diggs is probably the only guy you can trust. Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders have just fallen off as of late. So both of those guys are going to be sits. Same thing with Gabriel Davis. And then for the Saints, you basically want to fade this wide receiver core every single week. You know, every other week, you know, one guy plays well gets into the end zone, but there's just not a lot of consistency here. So Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris, and Marquez Callaway are all going to be sits. Then we've got the Bucks taking on the Colts on Sunday. And for the Bucks, you're going to continue starting Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. 
I do think, you know, there's a potential chance that Antonio Brown makes his return here in week 12. If he's good to go, I'd feel fine throwing him into my lineup and you'd just be starting all three of those big time wide receivers. For the Colts, really the only wide receiver who should be on anyone's radar here is Michael Pittman and he's a stud. So he is going to be in the starting lineup in a brutal matchup between the Jets and the Texans. For the Jets, you're starting Elijah Moore. Here's the thing, you know, it kind of seemed like Corey Davis was the wide receiver one. Elijah Moore has been on an absolute tear as of late. My philosophy with rookie wide receivers is I don't like to invest in them, you know, super early on in drafts because I think there's just a lot of risk. There's a pretty steep learning curve and you just may not get production right away. But once they start to show out and prove that they are really solid NFL players, that's when you go out and acquire them. So if Elijah Mitchell is on waivers, I'd feel very confident picking him up. And I think he's even a guy you could plug into your flex. So more as a start, Corey Davis and Jamison Crowder are going to be sits. For the Texans, I do have Brandon Cooks listed as a start. He definitely has not been as consistent and you know productive as he was early on in the season. Really not his fault at all. This offense is just terrible. The passing game is bad. I still think he's someone who you can start, but he's definitely not like a solid wide receiver two anymore. He's probably more of a wide receiver three option. So still a start, just not 100% confident in him. Then in a divisional game between the Eagles and the Giants, the only wide receiver I want to start in this matchup is Devonta Smith. Very, very talented. Not a great passing attack from Philadelphia, but he's the clear cut number one weapon on this offense. So he's going to be getting a decent amount of volume for the Giants. After watching that Monday night football game, I don't think you can trust any of these wide receivers. Kenny Galladay has been a tremendous disappointment. Kadarius Tony is plenty talented. I just don't know if there's going to be enough opportunities, enough red zone chances for him to, you know, be a successful play. Sterling Shepard, I think he's probably the best option here, but he's been injured a ton. So I wouldn't want to throw him into my lineup right away. So I'm just going to be sitting all of these Giants wideouts. And then we have the Panthers taking on the Dolphins for the Panthers. DJ Moore is the only wide receiver I'm interested in here. He's definitely not like the wide receiver one we saw earlier in the season, but I think he's still like a solid wide receiver to start. For the Dolphins, Jalen Waddell has just been a target monster. His production may go down once Parker and potentially Will Fuller come off of IR, but I still think he's someone that you can trust in your lineup. He has the connection with Tua and the volume has just given him a very, very safe floor in a really nice matchup between the Titans and the Patriots. Honestly, the only wide receiver I want here is going to be AJ Brown. He's been very disappointed. He has been very disappointing. He's actually dealing with an injury right now. So I don't even think there's a 100% chance that he does play in this game. If he plays, I'm going to start him. If he doesn't play, I'm just not trying to mess around with this Titans wide receiver core. This offense is a mess. I mean, the run game is non-existent. The pass game, they can't even get A.J. Brown going. So if Brown does not go, I'm not trying to, you know, pick which receiver is going to have like the five for 80 day. So I would just fade that wide receiver core. For the Patriots, this offense is just not concentrated enough between a few players. So you can never rely on Jacoby Myers, Kendrick Bourne, or Nelson Aguilar on a week-to-week basis. And so all of them are going to be sits in a divisional game between the Steelers and the Bengals. For the Steelers, you're rolling with the big two at wide receiver there, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. For me, Deontay Johnson is a locked-in wide receiver one rest of season. 
potentially like mid-tier wide receiver one. His volume just gives him such a safe floor, but he can also have those huge games where he goes like nine for 100 and touchdown. Chase Claypool has that big playability as well. Unfortunately, it doesn't exactly mix well with Big Ben because he struggles to push the ball down the field, but still someone that I trust in my starting lineups. For the Bengals, Jamar Chase is a lock in your lineup every single week. Kind of a tough situation here with T. Higgins. He's gotten the volume. He's just gotten very unlucky in terms of touchdowns. I don't think he's scored a touchdown in the last six weeks. Tyler Boyd is someone I just don't trust in terms of getting enough volume on a consistent basis, and he doesn't have a ceiling. So Boyd's a sit. I did list Higgins as a start. Hopefully we start to see those touchdowns coming through. If not, he may have to be relegated to a sit, but right now he's going to stay as a start. And then we have a gross wide receiver matchup between the Falcons and the Jaguars. For the Falcons, I mean, just get me out of Russell Gage or Zacchaeus. Don't want either of them. For the Jaguars, there may be potential openings for Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault because Jamal Agnew was put on the IR. But still, I mean, this Jaguars offense just spreads the ball around a ton, and they spread the ball around, and they're not productive. So it's not even like these guys have a ton of touchdown opportunities. So I think I'm just going to continue to fade this offense, with the exception of James Robinson and potentially Dan Arnold. But I don't think you can trust Arnold a ton after his goose egg performance in Week 11. In the Chargers-Broncos matchup, Keenan Allen, stud, I think he's a mid-tier wide receiver one rest of season, kind of right in that same group with Deontay Johnson. I do still have Mike Williams listed as a start. He came dangerously close to having another very mediocre performance, ends up getting saved with that like wide open 50-yard touchdown, just a total blown coverage. You can't count on that every week, but he still filled up the stat sheet enough to kind of remain here as a start. I don't think he's going to have that ceiling he had early in the season what could still be like a solid wide receiver three play. For the Broncos, this is a tough wide receiver core to kind of break through because all three of these guys could put together solid games at different times. I just went with the player who I thought was most consistent in terms of volume, and that was Jerry Judy as a start. Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are both going to be sits. In one of the best matchups of the week, the Rams are traveling to Lambeau to take on the Packers. And for the Rams, I'm trusting Cooper Cup as a start obviously probably wide receiver one rest of season. I am going to be sitting Odell Beckham Jr. I just want to see him have one productive game in this offense before I throw him into my lineups. Still sitting Van Jefferson for the Packers. Devontae Adams, probably wide receiver two rest of season, locked into your lineup. Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a big game. I kind of liked him as like a sleeper option coming into the season. The issue is he can be very boomer bust. You know, he gets almost all his production on one play, So it's basically like, does he get that one reception for 60 yards and a touchdown? If he does, then he's going to have a nice day. If he doesn't, then he's going to be a complete hole in your lineup. So just not enough consistency there for me to trust him as a starter. Then we've got a game with some solid wide receiver options between the Vikings and the 49ers. I think it was the Vikings offensive coordinator. So their offensive coordinator head coach came out and said, we need to get Justin Jefferson the ball more. And ever since they've done that, Justin Jefferson has just been feasting. He was a locked-in start anyway, continues to be. Same thing with Adam Thielen for the 49ers. Debo Samuel may be a running back now, who knows, but he's still going to be getting fed the ball. But honestly, Debo Samuel taking some reps at running back has kind of freed some things up for Brandon Ayuk, and this really feels like a trap. You know, he has a few solid games 
Then you throw him in your lineup and then he just totally disappears again. I'm kind of willing to take that risk because I do believe in the talent and I do think his ceiling is fairly high, even if his floor is unstable. So I'm going to list Brandon Ayuk as a start. But if he flops this game, I feel like that's kind of like the sign where it's like, okay, it's just not going to happen this year. We cannot trust him. But this week, I'm going with the start. See what happens. Hope for the best. On Sunday night football, we have the Browns taking on the Ravens. And for the Browns, you're just fading this wide receiver room. Whether it's Jarvis Landry, if he's healthy, Donovan Peoples-Jones, if he's healthy, I just don't want any part of it. For the Ravens, I feel confident starting Marquise Brown and Rashad Bateman. Marquise Brown is obviously a lock. Rashad Bateman, there could be some argument because he did not play well on Sunday. But I mean, that's just a totally different offense than what he's going to be playing in when Lamar Jackson's healthy. You know, you just cannot compare Huntley to Lamar Jackson. Plus, I mean, maybe operating as the wide receiver too kind of takes some pressure off him. So I do think Bateman could be a potential flex option. And then the final game of the week, Monday Night Football, Seahawks taking on the Washington football team. Seahawks have been wildly disappointing since Russell Wilson's return. It's clear that finger is still bothering him. You know, I've seen some people really ripping on Russ. If we're being honest, he's still a top-tier NFL quarterback. And in a few weeks, you know, everyone's going to feel silly when he goes out and drops some like 300-yard, three-touchdown games. I still think those are coming. And I just think DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are too talented to bench. DK, I mean, is a stud, you know, borderline wide receiver one. If Russ picked it up, he'd be a mid-tier wide receiver one. And then Tyler Lockett, I understand you may be frustrated with him sometimes, but it's when you put him on your bench, few bad games in a row, you sit him, then he goes out for like 12 receptions, 200 yards and three touchdowns, and that's sitting on your bench and you're just not going to forgive yourself. So I'm listing both of those players as starts. And then for Washington, Terry McLaurin locked in start every single week. And that is going to wrap it up for every week 12 matchup. If you guys enjoy the content, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. If you have any questions, drop them down below. I'll respond to every single person. But thank you guys for tuning in. Go check out my running back start sit if you haven't already. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.